Well, it looked like it was going to be another one of those nights for the Mariners, but they were able to accomplish the rare feat of getting both the offense and the pitching going at the same time to start things off on the right foot at Fenway Park. Got a quick little post-game reaction coming up for you here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Future tie. Hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors, and welcome to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. I'm your host, Sadie Gonzalez. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. And what an evening it was for your Seattle Mariners, defeating the Boston Red Sox 10-1 tonight at Fenway Park on the back of a big offensive night, big night on the bump for George Kirby as well. Just a lot of good things happening over in Boston for the M's tonight, and I want to talk about it all. And admittedly, I need a little bit of a distraction because I'm a tad bit heartbroken about the Kraken, but can't talk about that here because... Well, one, this is a Mariners podcast after all, and two, it stings. But I want to talk about this Mariners ball club, which is back over 500 for the second time in three days. Hopefully, this time around, they're able to stay above that mark. Got Luis Castillo going for them tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow night, depending on where you are. So, got to feel pretty good about your chances on that front. But as far as tonight goes, we are going to be focusing on George Kirby. We're going to be focusing on this Mariners offense. Like I mentioned, had a great night especially Cal Raleigh, who had a historic night at Fenway Park tonight. He becomes the second Mariner in the early going here in 2023 to set a ballpark record at a non-Mariners ballpark, a historic ballpark for that matter. Jerry Kelnick obviously had the 482-foot bomb at Wrigley Field earlier this season, which is the farthest home run recorded during the Sackcast era at Wrigley Field. Now Cal Raleigh has a Fenway Park milestone to call his own, and it's a really cool one and one that surprised me quite a bit when I first heard it, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Before we get into everything, this episode of the Locked On Mariners postgame show is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head on over to eBay Motors the ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around just add your ride to the my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop on ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed get the right parts the right fit and the right prices on ebaymotors.com ebaymotors.com Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items, only exclusions apply. Try to add a little extra stank there on that let's ride for you guys for joining me tonight. So I want to talk about George Kirby. That's where I want to lead things off because I love pitching. I love George Kirby. And some of you know that I have a little bit of money riding on Kirby to win the American League Cy Young this year. Now, Admittedly, we didn't get off to a necessarily great start on that front, but as of late, Kirby has been spectacular. So what I'm saying is, Cy Kirby bros, we are so back. Six and two-thirds innings pitched tonight for Kirby. Eight hits allowed, quite a few hard hit balls. That's not going to look particularly spectacular on the box score, but with regards to the hard hit balls in, in um, specifically, as we've said on the show, that's naturally going to happen when you have someone who throws as hard as Kirby does and stays in the zone as much as Kirby does. So 
that to me not really a concern not really anything to me six strikeouts for kirby he's starting to get the strikeouts still not where you want him to be with regards to the case per nine especially if you're hoping that he's going to be competing for some of these season awards at the end of the year uh but still six strikeouts pretty good had a really nice strikeout of alex verdugo which <laughs> gave us one of the best aaron goldsmith calls here in the early going uh just a, a one walk a rare walk for george kirby just the fourth walk of his season uh, through what I believe now is 51 innings flat, which leads the Mariners in that category. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I believe he's around 50 to 51 now after his six and two thirds tonight. Just one earned run. Uh, it was late in the game, pretty much after it, it became clear the, the Mariners had this game in hand. They were up five nothing at the time. Uh, Raphael Devers, with two strikes, was able to poke just an, an annoying RBI double into uh down the left field line that's just what Raphael Devers does you know you just got to tip your cap to the guy I mean last year I don't know if you guys remember but he had that asinine two-run home run against I believe Paul Seawald in Seattle that was uh that was one of the first uh games for Robbie Ray when he started throwing the the two-seam fastball and it was actually really working for him so maybe that jogs your memory if you weren't sure what I was talking about but yeah he like pitch that Seawald threw him was almost in the other batter's box and he was able somehow to put that over the left field wall at T-Mobile Park just a ridiculous hitter and that's just again that's just what Devers does so uh not too broken up about that sucks that Kirby wasn't able to get out of this thing scoreless uh, but nevertheless great outing for Kirby getting into the pitch breakdowns here for Kirby 38 fastballs 21 sinkers 16 sliders 13 curveballs 9 changeups according to baseball savant 32 percent called strike plus whiff rate great stuff across the board for kirby and the most important thing here guys he was able to get run support on top of that he was a tick up on his on pretty much every one of his pitches velocity wise 0.8 percent or 0.8 miles per hour above his fastball average uh, one mile per hour above his sinker average, one mile per hour over his slider average, uh, half a mile per hour over his curveball average, and one and a half miles per hour over his changeup average uh, velocity. He was feeling pretty good tonight, <laughs> and and you could tell. Uh, so yeah, again, he was able to get run support tonight. That's the big key here. The Mariners played one of their most complete games of the season tonight. And a big thanks for that is Cal Raleigh. Oh my, Cal Raleigh hit about nearly a thousand feet worth of home runs tonight. And that allowed him to become the first catcher in Fenway Park history to hit a home run from both sides of the plate. He hit a 438 bomb from the left side of the plate over the right field wall and then a 434 foot bomb from the right side of the plate over the green monster and into the street. And, you know, with the qualifier of him being the first catcher to do it, maybe that doesn't seem like such a huge deal to you at first. But that's 122 years of history. And Jason Veritek, one of the greatest switch hitting catchers of all time, played his entire career 
at Fenway Park and never did what Cal Raleigh did tonight. Think about that. Think about how crazy that is. Think about all the switch hitting catchers that have come through Fenway Park. None of them accomplish what Cal Raleigh, our Cal Raleigh, did tonight. It's crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff. And what makes it all the better is that, I mean, Cal Raleigh idolized Jason Veritek growing up. And Veritek was there front and center as a member of the Red Sox coaching staff to see that happen. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Furthermore, on the Mariners offense, Teoscar Hernandez, a couple more hits tonight. So his solid road trip continues. Uh, he could have been three for four, but the official scores called the last time that he got on base an error on Connor Wong. I agree with that because it was hit directly to him, but it was a hard hit ball, uh, just ate him up. Teo could be three for four. That's one of those things where it it really could go either way, but I do agree with uh, what the official scores ruled there on that front. Jared Kelnick in a little bit of a mini slump right now in May, a lot of strikeouts. Uh, but didn't strike out tonight. That's just the third time this month that he didn't strike out in a game. Three hard hit balls overall. Two for five. Uh, Though one of those hits did come against Pablo Reyes, who was a position player pitching for the Red Sox in the ninth inning. And Oh boy, what the hell was that? (laughs) Guys out here throwing 38 mile per hour EFIS pitches. Just pipe it down the middle of the plate. And honestly, it didn't even look like the Mariners had any interest in doing damage against him in the top of the night. Just looked like they wanted to get this game over with and get back to the hotel. Because, I mean, like Cal Raleigh had a, I think it was one of those EFIS pitches, or I don't, I don't know, I was hardly paying attention at this point, keeping an eye on the cracking game, but it, it looked like he had a very easy pitch to just deposit over the right field wall for his third home run of the night. And it almost seemed like he swung downward on purpose. So... Yeah, whatever. Um, Mariners, though, were able to play add-on. That's really the the key takeaway from this game, especially after a dreadful start to this game against uh, Tanner Houck, who had dominated them through his first four outings against them. I posted this number on Twitter earlier tonight. I'm going to try to remember it off top. I don't have it in front of me. I believe the Mariners entered tonight slashing 162 225 189 against Hauk. And obviously, his best pitch is that slider, and the Mariners are not particularly good at hitting sliders, at least right now. Um, so that was a bad matchup for them. And it showed through the first time through the order. However, they were able to get their act together the second time through. Hauk ends up going five innings pitch, four earned runs, five hits allowed, five strikeouts, one walk, and uh, one of the home runs to uh, to Raleigh. Um, but again, the, the important thing here, right? The big takeaway here, Mares were able to add two in the fifth, three in the sixth, four in the eighth, and then one in the ninth. And again, that was off of Reyes, who's a position player pitching. So it doesn't really count. AJ Pollock though, uh, who got that run in the ninth, uh, two for two tonight, uh, with a couple of ribs. So good night for Pollock overall. Uh, got to feel pretty good about himself. A lot of hard hit balls tonight for the Mariners 
Uh, one from JP, one from Julio, three from Kelnick, two from Gino, who, hey, we were talking about his lack of power today on the mailbag episode. And what did he do? But uh, hit a two-run bomb to dead center field in Fenway, which is uh, not an easy feat. And he absolutely crushed that thing. So fourth home run of the year for Gino. Hopefully that's a sign of things to come. Hopefully he starts hitting for more power because that's where you need him to be. Uh, Cal with three hard hit balls. Teo with two hard hit balls. Taylor Jamel with one hard hit ball. Two hard hit balls from Pollock. And then one from Colton Wong, uh, who had kind of a rough night. He was the only, I believe, the only, oh, him and Tramel were the only Mariners starters tonight uh, to not record a hit. Uh, though the Tremel spot did still produce two hits uh, when after Pollock came into the game. Uh, nonetheless, great start to the series for the Mariners. Got to feel really good about where they're at. Hopefully, again, they're able to stay above 500 with a win tomorrow. Luis Castillo talked about it, I believe, last Friday. Hasn't been particularly good over his last four starts. Not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Just not up to his standard, not pitching up to his standard or what our standards have been for him and maybe that's just us being a little unfair uh but we know how good Luis Castillo can be and he's going to need to be really good because this is a uh this is a good Red Sox lineup despite what Kirby was able to do against them tonight this was one of the better lineups uh, in baseball heading into tonight still is one of the best lineups uh, in baseball and just in terms of sheer production so far through the early going of the season and so uh, Castillo's definitely going to need to be on his A-game, especially in a ballpark like Fenway. Uh, we're going to be doing a post-game show uh, tomorrow night as well. Colby and I are going to be hopping on there. That's going to be your show uh, for tomorrow. Uh, we're not going to be doing any more double recordings, as far as I'm aware, for the next couple of nights. It's just going to be post-game shows tomorrow and Wednesday night. And then uh, we'll be back to our regular schedule starting on Thursday before the Mariners get set to face the Atlanta Braves on Friday. That's going to be a huge series, uh, and hopefully they're able to get at least one more win out of this series to feel good about themselves heading into Atlanta. That's going to do it for me tonight. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Lockdown Mariners postgame show. I've been your host, Titan Gonzalez. Uh, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. And you can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's C-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. You can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. I know I need to start getting active on both of those platforms again. I've kind of let that slide. Um, going to be doing a couple things on, on that front to kind of refresh those pages. Uh, also, be sure to check out the survey that we got going on. Uh, we're just surveying our, our listeners here uh, about some things that we might uh, do in the near future, uh, some content ideas, uh, some other things, uh, merch stuff. Um, so if you want your voice heard on uh, that front, check out the link in the description of this episode, whether you're watching here on YouTube or on your preferred podcast platform like Spotify, Apple, etc. It'll be there, the link in the description of this episode. Uh, you can find all of our information in the description of this episode as well. And uh, thank you again for making us your first listen after the game. Uh, catch us again after tomorrow night for a Locked On Mariners postgame show. But for now, have yourself a beautiful baseball day. We'll see you after the game tomorrow night. Peace.